0: Katie is a West Michigan wedding and elopement photographer who loves adventure, whether it be on the edge of the Pacific or in your backyard, capturing raw moments is what she loves to do. She lives in Allendale, Michigan with her husband, two kids and five fur babies. Join in our conversation as the two of us talk about what it's like to niche our photography businesses. Welcome to the show, Katie Vanderwall. You're listening to the Cameras and Coffee Podcast with Kara Haynes, a light and
1: airy conversation about everyday life so you can listen and learn from entrepreneurs.
0: Here's your host, photographer, educator, and mentor, Kara Haynes. This episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. Flowdesk is a digital marketing service provider that's built for creators by creators. You can use it to design and send on-brand marketing emails, create high converting sales and checkout pages, publish opt-in forms to grow your list and build powerful email automations. When you sign up for a free trial of Flowdesk, you'll get 30 days of unrestricted access to everything that Flowdesk has to offer. No credit card required. Take your time to try it out and make sure it works for you before subscribing. Flowdesk is what I use for my email list, so that means when you decide it's right for you, use code Kara Haines credit and get fifty percent off your first year. Well, welcome Katie to the show. I'm so excited you're here. Thanks Hi, for me. having me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So crazy story of how the two of us met. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who knew it took going out of our own hometown to finally meet each other. Yeah,
1: it it took a a meeting in, what, three hours away from here? (laughs) Oh my gosh,
0: so crazy. So for listeners to know, Katie and I both live in Allendale, Michigan, and Mm -hmm. we were doing a styled shoot together, sitting next to each other in a circle, going around saying where we live, and we both looked at each other like, what? You live in Allendale? (laughs) And then we found out our daughters were good friends in elementary, which is so crazy, which, oh my gosh, I it just blows my mind that we just never met each other. And yeah, then, um, not once. It's just funny. Well, and a lot of it too is your photography name is not your like actual name. No. So I would have never known your last name. And put the two and two together that your husband worked at the school where my daughter yep. was. And yeah, so it's just kind of funny.
1: I love how it all came
0: together. I know. And we're like, we could have carpooled here. I know. This <laughs> is crazy. We'll yeah. Oh my, oh my goodness. Well, let's get started in talking about how you got started in photography. So I'm going to ask you that. Oh. So yeah, how'd you get started?
1: It's actually a really kind of a sweet story. My grandfather was a photographer in the Air Force during the Vietnam era. So I kind of grew up around photography and cameras and he would show me all of his pictures that he took. And he actually had a book when JFK was visiting the Air Force Base. I believe it was in uh, oh, cool. either Colorado or Omaha. I cannot remember which one. But I remember looking through that book. and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And as I grew up, he would let me play with his little point and shoot camera. So I'd walk around his backyard taking pictures of flowers and the uh-huh. squirrels and I just, at a young age, I realized that I really like being behind the camera and photographing nature. So that's kind of how I got started, I guess, as a little kid. And then it just kind of grew into what it is now, where I do weddings and elopements mostly. So it's I have my grandfather to thank for that. And luckily, he's still with us. So he's always asking me how it's going and wants to see my pictures. And so I feel really blessed to have him in my life. So that's definitely, thanks, Grandpa.
0: I know. Well, and I have a similar story to that because my grandma is what got me interested too. Like she just, she had that wind up camera everywhere, you know, those like disposables. And she was so excited like to ask me all the time. Like, it's just so funny. And all our friends would be like, are you the one that's the photographer? It would make my sister so mad. Because she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I know. She went to school like for this major degree, and everyone's like asking me if I'm the photographer, like this great accomplishment. And I'm like, oh my, (laughs) this is kind of funny. I'm like,
1: sorry.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, what kind of photography do you do now? So, or actually, let's start with like where you started in your photography point, and then like where you are now, and what what you're doing now. So I actually started
1: photographing professionally around 2011, I believe it was. Mm. My daughter was around a year old and my husband gifted me a camera for Christmas, just a very basic starter Canon rebel. And I just started photographing her and her growing up. So I started mainly with families. So I worked a corporate job for quite a while. And when people started finding out that I was a photographer, I started booking more family shoots and uh, newborn shoots, milestone shoots. So I started in the family sector mainly. And this past, actually, the beginning of this year, 2023, I decided to kind of niche more into weddings and elopements. Um, and I do a lot of documentary style, more the organic and filmy, grainy kind of movement. Mm-hmm. And so it's, evolved I've been all over the place to be honest with you and it's just kind of evolved what it is now
0: I know and it's funny because I did too I started with families and I so I was a preschool teacher I worked out of daycare centers for multiple years I think 10 years total and so a lot of those families would be like you do photography like will you do our family photos and so Yeah. And I mean, I had experience with kids, so that's important. (laughs) Yeah. But it's really hard to like you learn a lot. So it's kind of a catch 22 because like it's really hard to start off with families because kids are super fast. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this because you can't get your settings right in camera like in the first. And it's like nerve wracking but you learn so much. It's like those poor families that (laughs) I didn't charge really in the beginning, but it's like, yeah. And I have families that have been with me since the beginning and it's like, we're just so excited to see your work evolve and like grow and get so much better every year. And I'm like, I know, but it's crazy. Like I want to be consistent, but I don't want to go backwards. (laughs) So yeah,
1: exactly. I feel the exact same, Kara, the exact same.
0: It's like I don't like my photos a year ago because, like, I learned so much in a year. It's just nuts. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, but as soon as I, like, I I started shooting weddings, I want to say back in, hmm, probably 2015, like, for myself. Mm -hmm. But I was second shooting for a while for a friend of mine. And, like, I loved it. I just wasn't confident enough in the beginning. I don't know. Yeah. How are you with that? Like, how did you get into weddings? Second shooting. Yeah. It was
1: all second shooting and getting that experience. And actually, when we moved back to Michigan from Houston in 2015 is when I shot my first solo wedding. Mm-hmm. And I would like to apologize to that bride because it was a learning experience. Oh, my gosh. Same with and mine.
0: I, yeah, oh, my gosh. I, I feel so bad.
1: I, I just uh it's just amazing how far one can come in yeah. 7, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, however many years. She's just so great. great. She was very grateful. I didn't charge her. And she just she has referred me time and time again. So Aww. just to know that she has believed in me from the beginning. So yeah. Sage, if you're listening, thank you for <laughs> <I laughs> being so that. patient with me.
0: And here I feel like I should just like give the money back to my other couple or right? do like yeah. some kind of some gesture. I don't know if they even talked to me. <laughs> Which I'm just like, oh, I feel so bad for that couple. But they put their trust in me and yeah, they yeah. In us. I didn't charge they really much. Agree. So it's another thing yeah. where it's like you get what you paid for. Yep. But um, yeah, I know. It's like, uh... so yeah, when talking about niching down, like, I'm now doing weddings and seniors. Yep. And I'm probably getting ahead of myself talking about you doing elopements. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you, is that new this year, the elopements? Or is that something you've done for a while? So, elopements are pretty new.
1: I've done a lot of styled shoots for mm-hmm. elopements to get a portfolio built and to get experience with traveling. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of what last year was about. So this year I'm booking elopements and having fun with it and traveling. So it it took a little bit to kind of get that portfolio and that travel experience so that couples trust me, you know, trust me to deliver. So that's kind of where I'm at now. So this year is going to be crazy. Right.
0: Oh my gosh. And this is the first time you've gotten a passport I've seen. Yes, I finally <laughs> got my passport. Oh my gosh. So Do you have lame. something that you're doing that you had to get that for? Or
1: Yes. So one of my colleagues and I are planning a styled shoot in Northern Ireland in May. Oh my gosh, so we're planning so cool. this for elopement stories. So we've got professional models and a couple of real couples who live in the Belfast area who are going to model for us. And we have um, vendors that are local to Belfast in the Northern Ireland area. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We have eight other photographers joining us from all over the world. So it's going to be pretty cool. cool.
0: Oh my gosh. I don't even know how you begin to plan something like that. Does she have like connections over there? I'm not sure if she not connections but
1: she is an event planner and a photographer too okay. and she's, she's an experienced elopement photographer that makes so sense. She, Yeah, she has experience planning these things and traveling internationally. So when she asked me to come on board I was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> I haven't traveled before. I haven't Yeah, I've been to Canada but not far <laughs> across the US border. So I don't know right? if that counts. So that's how we got connected
0: oh, through cool. Style shoots. Yeah. Well, I know she did one in Vegas. Did you do that one?
1: I did not do that okay. one. I was really bummed I couldn't join that one. I was yeah. working at the time and couldn't get it off.
0: Oh, yeah. It's so crazy. I've always wanted to like do one outside of Michigan because I'm just like, I just need a creative outlet that's not the same day to day. One that I love to go do is Arizona in the desert. Like, <gasps> but I would have to do it in the winter because it would be too yeah. Hot. Um yeah. I would just melt. <laughs> yeah. There and then Charleston, which people oh. are like, Yes. There's nothing about it. I'm like, I know, but I love all the beautiful colors on Rainbow Row. Like I just want to add that to my portfolio. Oh, like I just yeah. think it would be so fun. And they have like the pink figgy there. So I think yeah. that would be cool. I'm like, oh, maybe you and need to- I need to go do that. <laughs> we
1: could totally do that. We can I love it. Some models, <laughs> some couples, whatever we need to do. I mean I it's it's a fun excuse to travel and get portfolio images. and Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you just, to, to plan something like that, you just have to jump in. Just go for it. Get a vision and go for it.
0: <laughs> so when we talk about like the importance of niching down, mm-hmm. where did you see that that was important for you? Like wh- what made you want to switch to just that?
1: So for me, it had a lot to do with, I didn't have a lot of time with my family anymore because Mm. I was pulled in so many different directions. Yeah. Trying to stay focused on everyone who I was photographing, my families, and I felt like I was starting to get that burnout, that overwhelming feeling of wow, I can't be everything to everybody all the time. Mm -hmm. And I just did a lot of soul searching and realized that I love to travel, I love to photograph weddings and foster relationships with my couples. I did enjoy that too with the family photography. But for me, it was the traveling aspect. And I was working nine to nine to five, well, technically seven to four, but you know, whatever, in the corporate world. And it just got really overwhelming. So finally, oh, I just, yeah. I quit my job last August and I flew to California for an elopement retreat. And then that's when it really hit that, this is what I want to do. And that's kind of where the ball got rolling. And I started to realize, yeah, I think weddings and elopements are where I want to be.
0: I feel that too, because I was feeling like I was doing all the different things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't can't be everything. You know, you got to think about, it's like those restaurants that serve like everything from like (laughs) mac and cheese to like, Chinese food all the way to like Italian. Italian. (laughs) And it's like, you know, you don't go to those places to go get Chinese food or to go get Italian food. You go to a good Chinese restaurant or a good Italian restaurant to get that, that feel. And so that was for me, I was like, if someone's going to take me serious as a wedding photographer, I really should just Niche down and Mm -hmm. not be all over the place advertising everything. And so that's when I finally decided I'm going to just put seniors and weddings on my website. People still come and ask, like, do you do families? And I'll do them as mini sessions when I want to do them during the year when I'm not super busy. I mean, fall is when everybody wants them. And I'm trying to get out of that because I just, I'd rather work on the weddings that time of year and spend more time with my family in the fall. I love the fall. And the year that I took like a hiatus from photography for a while, I was like, Oh my gosh, I actually get to enjoy the fall. I don't have a session every Mm -hmm. weekend. I'm not worrying about, Oh my gosh, it's raining today. So now I got to find a time like in this next week to like book that, like rebook that family. And it's just nuts. And I've even gone down to, I only do sessions Mondays and Thursdays and I, so I only accept them those days and then leave the weekends for weddings and I only do one wedding a weekend. I don't know how people do more than one, (laughs) but they obviously are not in their thirties like I am or they just have the energy of, I don't know, the energy of money because I don't know how they do it. Are you loving the episode so far? I hope so. Would you do me a huge favor? Would you take a second to leave a review? Just head over to your listening platform and click those stars. Tell me what you are enjoying most. I would be so grateful. And I'd also love to feature you and other listeners about your experience. It only takes a couple minutes and it would mean a lot. Okay, enough about me. Let's get to the rest of the episode. But that's been a really good switch. And I mean, sometimes I do, like if I have to rebook, I have those other days to do it, but I'm not spending every single day because I think my husband would be like, oh, you have a session tonight too? Like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, I know there. <laughs> I got to bring money in. But like, in as there. I became more demand, I could raise my prices up and work yes. less. And so that was ideal. Um, and I think now that I've niched down and gone that way. I've actually been able to book more business, which is crazy. Like in the beginning, I was so worried about it and thinking I'm never going to book anybody. I want to get into weddings, but I don't have very many weddings booked. And it did like I did a bridal show and like got my name out there a little bit more. And I was like, okay, I've booked this many weddings. I'm set. I can raise my prices if I book more and go from there. So that's been a blessing. And yeah, it's been very cool. So definitely, the niching down has been beneficial to me.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Um, and
0: and again, it does it saves room for your family because yeah, otherwise they don't see you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, and I I felt so bad. You know, last year was really crazy, and my daughter Jordan, you know Jordan, she asked me, she's like, "Mom, when are when are you going to spend time with us?" And I was like. Oh my goodness! Okay, so that was kind of another wake up call. Yeah, and it's just, my family is so important to me, and I would not be able to do this, especially without, you know, my husband's support. You know, he's every weekend he's watching the kids and making sure the house is run, run good. And so this niching has really helped. Don't
0: yeah, and when it's your going. passion too, and you're not just doing it yes. because you need to make money, it's like yes. it makes it's you come kind of alive a little bit more. Yeah, I was getting so sick of like being disappointed when I'm like, this family session didn't go the way I wanted it to. And I'm like, I come alive with a senior session and a couple session. It's just so much less stressful for me. And I'm like, we can have fun. And I'm not worried about like kids running around and not being able to like, I'm not super posy, but like they won't pose or like, I don't know. And then
1: you worry about the after effects of the family coming back and saying, well, my kid's not smiling. Well, I tried.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, okay, well, and that too, like I've definitely like even in my mini sessions, like it's a mini session, like you can't expect the world out of this. So if you wanted someone that got like exactly what you wanted, then you probably need a book of photographer that's going to do a full session with you. (laughs) Like 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes is not going to get you what you want. Sorry, <laughs> um, yeah, and like educating people in the first, yes, in the first time part of that, just like letting them know, oh, for sure. <laughs> and
1: I think I think too. With that, with that being said, when you niche, you can really focus on the client experience more, mm-hmm. and that's what they remember you for. So, oh, with yeah, you, I cultivate these friendships with my couples, and I still talk to. Luckily, the very first bride I have, she's still a good friend of mine. And that part of the way that I conduct my weddings and elopements business is, like I said, I really foster those relationships. I send handwritten thank you cards. Mm-hmm. I'm checking in with them. And every so often, you know, it it kind of helps with the referral process too. Bridesmaid sees me oh, and yeah. she's happy with how I'm interacting with the couple and I get booked by wedding parties constantly. So it's, or people in wedding parties. So it's, it's kind of cool how it all kind of cycles together.
0: Oh yeah. And I, I'm a firm believer. Like I don't want my business to just be like a drive through, you know, like yeah, where, yeah, it's, where, <laughs> where it's like, you get what you want yeah. and that's it. And then they either like it or they didn't because it was what they expected or what they didn't expect, but rather I want it to be a whole experience and I want it to be lasting. So like, I want to celebrate when they get a new job or have a a new baby or make a big move or Mm -hmm. like celebrate huge goals in their life. And so I want it to be more than just their wedding. And yeah, it's like, I friend their friends that were at their wedding. Like if we're on socials and i'm like investing in their friends and their wedding party because like every time and i don't know about you but i know a lot of photographers say this when you leave a wedding it's like you met your family and then you like you're yeah. like okay bye <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> we're so gonna cool. see you again yeah. and this was so much fun and it's just like oh like <laughs> yeah, right. um so yeah just fun. like continuing that afterwards and just i don't know it's just been fun and I even have like brides where their bridesmaids have followed me on social and I follow them and then they're celebrating things and I get excited for them because it's like, yeah, I met you and we're now friends. And it's just, I don't know. It's exciting.
1: Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite parts about what I do now. And as a matter of fact, I photographed a couple during the pandemic. They did a very scaled down September wedding. And now we are pretty much just the best of friends. And I'm actually, they moved to Arizona from Michigan mm. and invited me to come out and visit them. And I'm actually going to be photographing their anniversary sh- session in in Tucson. So it's, it's just really, I don't know, I, I take it very seriously and I love it. And just building these relationships and getting to see them again over time is my favorite part.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah and that's what I love about that bu- this business is it can be more than just that. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: we're not just pumping out photographs and leaving you to yeah. your devices. It's it's about the experience.
0: And I I've even talked to others about that too is like when we photograph something, yeah, we have like a list of what we want to capture, mm-hmm. but like even capturing like who they are, like that's mostly what we go for. And I think you're in that too like there, we can be super creative and like have those moments, but then we mm-hmm. also have those times where we're like, okay, let's focus on like who you are and like the memory yeah. you're going to make out of this. And let's make a memory in this moment yeah. rather than it just be a photographic experience. Yes, And I think that's what sets photographers apart. Honestly, is like, if you're just there just to capture the photos, like you probably won't see that person again. Though <laughs> no, that family, no. that couple remember whatever. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they, they're going to know that that's all you were there to do. And so, and honestly it creates raving fans when, (laughs) when you are that close and become invested in each other. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I have the same thing where I have brides that are just like throwing my name out there everywhere because I made that experience great for them. And honestly, like it comes down to like that customer service too, of where, I spent time with them making sure that they were able to accomplish what they wanted to accomplish. And yeah, Mm -hmm. it's funny. So I did a wedding, I think last summer with someone else. I second shot with them and they had a wedding planner that was hired for the day, I think. And we needed to do the sparkler exit ahead of time just because yeah, of how it worked in workflow. Yeah, when the bride and groom asked the wedding planner, Can you make an announcement like letting people know this is what we're doing? And then they go, Oh, I don't like public speaking. What?
1: <laughs> and like, what? what? And oh, then it was
0: funny because the bartenders were getting like super like amounts of trash in their trash can. And she was like, Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to empty these. This was not in my job description. And so It's stuff like that, that people are going to remember. And when you go above and beyond your expectations and just do that anyway, even Mm -hmm. though it wasn't expected of you, like that's where people are going to remember that you were so great. So like, I have that in the fact that I offer like a complimentary timeline meeting, like let's go over your timeline. And honestly, if I am 100% honest, it's because I have control issues. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I need to know what's happening each point of the day. I need to make sure there's enough time.
1: That is more than fair.
0: (laughs) But I also want to make sure that their day is not just about pictures and I want it to be enjoyable for them. And and if I just leave it to them to make something where they have no experience... That's what's going to happen. And I'd rather be there to come alongside them and make that work. Yeah. And so I do like I'll make a complimentary timeline for each and every couple if I have to, if they don't have a wedding planner. And I think that's and that's where they just value a lot of that. Yeah, it's funny because we're talking about niching down. But like when it comes to things, we're like the wedding planner. We're also like the bridesmaid, the one who puts on the boutonnieres. Like like, yes,
1: yes. I will attest to it's that. And the one who, yeah, oh, I, yes. I, say that. I carry around a beauty blender.
0: Oh, my, so, I love it.
1: <laughs> so, when we're doing photographs, it's like their sweat or whatnot. I'll block yeah. the bride. It's a new beauty blender for every bride, by the way. You know, I don't want really to use it. <laughs> <I have laughs> That's a awesome. Album. But yeah, it's just part of the experience, too. And with a niching down, you're able to spend time focusing on those little details that set you apart.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It's funny you say that you bring that powder because I have a friend that brings translucent powder with her for men because (laughs) Yep. here's a tip. If you're a bride or groom listening, if your bride or if your groom has a bald head and you're having a summer wedding where it's hot, try to convince him to use translucent powder because it's going to keep it from shining. Yes. <laughs> Which that is, is like, I don't want to wear makeup, but it, honestly it's like what they use in movie making. So if you've yeah. ever met a videographer that knows what they're doing, they're going to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I have translucent powder. You want to use some? Like, and that one of my friends <laughs> does that. And I'm <laughs> that like, yes, <laughs> it's like, let's keep you from shining. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a <laughs> twilight wedding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nope, nope. And it works great too. I have actually put translucent powder on a mother of the bride because oh, she was sweating crazy. so profusely. Yeah. I felt so bad. I, was like, I have some powder. You want to try it? So that's went, something no, else I'm, I'm trying, trying to
0: educate too is like, okay, if you have a summer wedding, you really need to think about what your people are wearing. Like you shouldn't yeah. have guys in like suit coats in the summer, <laughs> especially yes. if your wedding's outside. Like that- those groomsmen are going to be annoyed the whole time because of how hot they are and they're going to be like who picked this date <laughs> the whole they're time gonna,
1: they're going to be grumpy in their pictures oh I, for goodness. sure
0: oh my gosh oh. <laughs> so true i've skipped around from what we've prepared to talk about so i'm just kind of looking in here what what are you most excited about in 2023 i know we kind of talked about some of the things coming up and maybe that's what you're most excited about. What are you what are you most excited about?
1: Honestly, I am most excited about how I've done my schedule this year so I can spend Ooh. time with my family.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I I'm feeling that too because yeah. like even when I have a wedding, like I have a I book a wedding and then I book like that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday where I won't let myself schedule anything. Yes. so that I can focus on getting like basic edits out, getting my blog posts out, all of that. Mm-hmm. And then still have time for my family because I feel bad when I'm like doing stuff during the summer
1: mm-hmm.
0: when my kids are both home and like we could be doing stuff and then they're like, I'm bored. Let's go do yeah. something. And I'm like, I have a wedding to a, like, when am I supposed to do this at like 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> and then- in your summer nights last so long because the sun is out. I mean luckily my kids start sleeping in more. Not yeah, teenagers. I mean. So like I have to be conscious to wake up early and not sleep in, in the summer as well so I could get some work done but yeah totally. I'm kind of there with you. I'm excited yeah. for how I've set up my schedule. I've got some big things coming up as far as like corporate jobs with other photographers. Awesome. some weddings coming up this year. Yeah. I'm super excited about all that. So that'll yeah. be super fun. It um, will be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other styled shoes besides the one in Ireland coming up?
1: Yeah. So we are planning to do another styled shoot, possibly in the Pacific Northwest Ooh. Um, uh, around fall time. So okay. we're the details are being worked out, but
0: So, like California or?
1: Or more north, like Oregon, Washington area.
0: Fun. Twilight vibes, possibly.
1: What'd you say? Twilight vibes, possibly. Oh, fun. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Like in the woods with the the
1: bears? (laughs) (laughs) In the woods and the sparkly vampires? No.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Bring that translucent powder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I could not think of a better excuse to bring translucent power. Oh, I love it! I love it. You'll it'll, have
0: to, be, it'll be amazing. You'll have yeah. to put it that way. We don't want it yeah.
1: to be Twilight. <laughs>
0: it's so funny! Oh my yes. god!
1: Yeah, so we're looking forward to that, and we're heading up to Charlevoix in the fall to Castle Farms, and then oh, in there. Yeah, yeah it's sh- so pretty. Yeah, some really amazing couples throughout the years and this year is no different. They're all just so, so fun and some quirky couples, some fun. I don't know. That's going to be amazing. Uh-huh.
0: I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So as we conclude our episode, I want to make sure that everyone knows where they can find you and follow Love Photography okay. because you have all this exciting stuff going on. So tell us where can we find you on the web and socials?
1: So, web, I have two websites, one for my weddings and one for my elopements. So, weddings is www.lovephotography-mi.com. And then my elopements are www.sonder, S-O-N-D-E-R, by lovephotography.com.
0: That's and- awesome. I'm probably jumping ahead, but where did Sonder come from?
1: Oh goodness. So Sonder, I was at a gathering of friends and someone was on their computer and they were searching up just different words or something. And someone said Sonder. And then they gave the definition of Sonder, which is, it's, I don't think it's in Webster's yet, but it's on Urban Dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) And it basically means Sonder is The idea that there are multiple stories in people's lives going on at the same time. So Mm -hmm. I kind of thought, wow, that'd be a really cool name for an elopement company because photographing these stories and they're all happening at the same time. So, and it kind of sounds like Wander. Uh So Mm -hmm. I thought it would be a cool Segue into an elopement company, and that's where it came from. I
0: love that. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Well, now that I've sidetracked. (laughs) Well, Katie, I'm so excited that you were on the show today and that we got to talk about this and go a little bit further. Further than a styled shoot talking (laughs) since we follow each other and we live in the same town, but we never see each other, which is crazy. But yeah, thanks for being on the show today. And yeah, can't wait for everyone to hear about this so yes thanks for so, having me Kara. <laughs> of course and those of you that are listening we will catch you next time and cheers
1: thanks for listening to the cameras and coffee podcast check out the show notes for this episode at carahanesphotography.com slash podcast that's k-a-r-a-h-a-n-e-s photography.com slash podcast thanks for listening and we'll see you next time